Welcome to Rick and Bubba University, and uh, we are ready for another episode. Uh, we've been telling you that when we go to Rick and Bubba University, uh, we'll give you, I'm talking about a gamut of different topics, and uh, boy, have we had those over the last few weeks, Bubba. We've, we've talked we've talked aliens, we've talked, uh, you know, we talked Bigfoot, you know, our first week we talked Missing 411, but we also have another pitch that we throw, and that are, they, these are Rick and Bubba profiles. We, we've done one on Eddie Van Adler, and Bubba today, a Rick and Bubba profile on the one and only Greg Burgess. For all the things you thought you knew, it's the man you never knew. Oh, boy. It is, Bubba. I like that. Is that going to be how we're going to play I think this? it should be the man you never knew. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba University. Well, glad to be here, Rick. Dr. Bussey. Yes, um, yes. You know, let's say y'all had Calvin uh, Parker. Right. Got abducted by aliens. Y'all had Bigfoot Bob last week. Yep. What somebody expert on the Mothman not available this week? No, no. Well, Greg, <laughs> you, mean, you, but you, we could go there with you because you, this is kind of oh, your yeah. area. But you know, there's you're right with with the abduction or Bigfoot Bob. I, I had some questions I could have asked. Well, let's start right from the top. W- when did you first remember something after coming home from the hospital? <laughs> I remember when we lived in Birmingham, which was I was I was four, so it had to all be during the four times because I make fun of you. Because Bubba remembers claims he remembers ball games and stuff that, yeah. I, that yeah. I don't know how in the world. 68, 69. Yeah. yeah. I was four or five years But old. my first memories, I know you're kidding, but that's a good point. My first memories are we lived in Birmingham, so it had to be probably when I was between three and four. Yeah, Greg and I both. I remember Rick was always involved in every one of them. Yeah. Because yeah. he was there constantly. Yeah, yeah, I've known Greg since he was born, and I didn't care for him being born, frankly. My mom says that uh, as a two-year-old when he was brought home that I – did not behave well, uh, that I that I didn't speak to her. I wouldn't have anything to do with my mom because she brought this other baby home. And they have a famous picture, and if we had it, we would show it, but a famous picture of me on his baby bed standing there, and I had stolen his pacifier, and he's screaming and crying, and I have it in my mouth. Yeah. Mm. So I've been harassing Greg from the day he arrived. And it's been well documented. You stole his Easter eggs. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah. Greg, yeah. it's a wonder with – all that Rick did to terrorize you, that you're not more messed up than you are. Really? Oh, no. I mean, you know, so understand this. we're less than two years apart in age. We, we shared a room until mm-hmm. we went to college. Right. I mean, we, we, could you not imagine, only we live in the same house. our kids now under that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. And of course, our sister had her own room, and I understand right. that. But, but we, when we've been that much now, and er, what, to about 13, we didn't get along very well. Yeah, we, 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 you know, it's interesting because I, I go back to a lot of things from our childhood, and you've heard us talk about this on the show. You don't know anything but your own experience. Right. right. So I thought the way that we lived and the way we were raised was normal. Uh, I've realized, you know, a good <laughs> bit that it really wasn't. And uh, one of the things, like, you know, we all have children. I mean, can y'all, because you're Bubba, having a male and a female only, it's a little bit different, but yeah. still you can have yeah. arguments, and I know there's been some. But I, I I haven't seen my children fight hardly ever. I, I can't even really document document anything even remotely close. Physical, at least. Yeah, right. to yeah the, punching. To, yeah. yeah, Greg and I fought each other physically. Physically, at least three, four times a week. Oh yeah, yeah. mother drove mom crazy. She'd take care of it though. But and you're right, my kids. Of course, mine are, are boy and girl, and they're three years apart. But I mean, they would argue. I don't even hear, never heard them argue the way we did. No, and, uh, much less. But we would punch each, not just punch, punch each other in the face, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it was, it was good yeah. fight. Yeah, good, good punches. Well, we talked about this on the show a lot because you know some, how you can make a puppy mean. Yeah, yeah, and, by and, roughhousing it. Yeah, yeah, and I will say that Greg was the meanest, and everybody can document this. 
the meanest little boy that I have ever known. Oh, Rick. Even and, now. Yeah, even now. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he wasn't very big until – I guess your first year out of high school, right? Yeah, I think I graduated. I weighed about one fifty-five. Yeah, and then and then you started becoming a bigger man. I weighed fifty pounds for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> that led to a lot of fights because they referred to me as fifty pounder. The older kids. Yeah. So we grew up in the neighborhood, a bunch of boys. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greg did not take well to ribbing, and uh, and there was a lot of it, and he didn't mind using an equalizer. It was just a different time, right, yeah. like a bat. Yeah, like like That's a bat. It. And and one of the most famous stories is you know we we grew up and I I'm like you guys I feel the same thing. There's some things that our kids just don't have and never had that I wish they did. Yeah. And, and one of those is a real neighborhood. Yeah, that you can play in. I, I mean, a neighborhood where all the the kids all knew each other. Uh, they played organized sports. You didn't you didn't need a, a youth league. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't nothing wrong with it, but you 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 didn't no, need. We it. played organized sports, whatever season was in. <laughs> that's what we all, all the time, and and Greg's team would always play my team. We were never on the same team. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, that that and, probably lend to yeah some oh. of the encounters we've heard about. Yeah. And and so we I we we put together the NFL, the neighborhood football league. And then, of course, we would have then hybrids of versions of basketball, right. baseball, yeah. uh, games that were a combination of yeah, all of we them. Did too. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and I was always my team was the Warriors, and Greg's team was the, the bombers. bombers. The bombers, the bombers, <laughs> and the Warriors. I mean, you talk I don't about know where I got bombers. Hey, you talk about fierce rival, constant. Can, can I tell you what's funny about how when you're a weird little kid, <laughs> the things you come up with. So you remember we all had record players and a tape record, right? Yeah. You know the yeah. little push oh, down, push, oh, yeah. push play and record. So we we and were that record player. It had a needle on it, looked like a nail. Oh and, yeah, and, and the speaker was made on the arm. You oh, know, yeah. it's yeah. all right there together. So listen to this commitment. So we we would have our football games, and we had to have helmets. And everybody would drag it whatever helmets you could find. But, but that was the only pad you had on. So really, looking back, that wasn't a great. It wasn't idea. very smart. But everybody had to have a helmet because we didn't think football was sharp without a helmet. <laughs> right. And then we would try to get matching shirts <laughs> mm-hmm. for our team members. We used well, to draw our own. We yeah, did we, that too. we, we did too. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad, being a coach, he had all kinds of coaching shirts. So we would go get those and put them on because he would have some that were one color and some yeah. that were another, and that would be our two teams. Right. And so my mom would end up at the end of the day with dirty shirts piled in piles <laughs> from neighborhood kids. But we took that record player and the recorder, and both teams recorded their own fight songs, and we would run onto the field, yeah. my mom and dad's backyard, right. to the, the actual fight song. And I can still remember yeah. the Bombers really kind of upped us on this. Their fight song was Hawaii Five O, and Greg's team would run onto the field, and I came onto the field to SWAT, SWAT. <laughs> the theme from SWAT, because that was the two records. You know, we, we, we tried to, we tried to back in that day. Everybody had the tearaway jerseys. Oh yeah, we yeah. wanted that, and we'd get a T-shirt, but they wouldn't tear to begin with because they still had the collar <laughs> on them, and right. people would like about rip your neck off. You're like, why ain't it tearing away? And then after you finally did, you, nobody had a shirt anymore. I know. It. You know? So I know it. We, we didn't have the box of tearaways like everybody else. I know. But, Greg, right. I, but Greg, I think you, you'll say, and Bubba had the same type of experience, I just wish our kids could have could have experienced yeah. that because we had a group of boys, and we played sports, we played out in the woods. We we built tree houses. We built forts, and, and we did some things that you look back and you go, okay, shooting at each other with BB guns. I would not. Probably not. I would, I would let yeah, my kids yeah. do that. Luckily, and, we have our eyes. Dude. Yeah, yeah, and we had rules. You can't shoot above the shoulders, but then people would just fire at each other's forts. Right, right. Uh, that, 
led to a fight between us. I flanked him one time, shot him right in the ear. <laughs> shot me right in the ear. With, with, um, and of course, that, then I charged flanked. him like a madman, yeah. taking shots to the stomach yeah. and legs <laughs> as I then overwhelmed him well, with, with sheer power. It was a bad day. Let's, let's talk about something uniquely, Greg. Let's talk about the lovely Lisa Burgess. Yep. Yeah, how about that? We've been now, how did long... How did y'all meet, Greg? Yeah, Lisa, t- tell, us, tell us back to all that. People want to know about Lisa I mean, it's, uh, Lisa's funny. She's, uh, we got people that are fans of the show that, that – Love her best of bits. Oh yeah, you know. And yeah. we've even had them say they need to put her and Betty and all the all the gals together. Well, we've all heard we that, heard. and that's sure. not going. If we get all of our, our wives in here, we'd be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. But Lisa, me and Lisa have been together since I was fifteen. And she was fourteen. That's a long time. Wow. Yeah. No, we weren't married. So you, we weren't married. Yeah, then. I started to say, was that married? <laughs> no, or, uh, we weren't married then. So and where did you see her at first? Skating ring. She had them chick jeans. Looked good. <laughs> Skating around, yeah. oh yeah. chick jeans, yeah, checking it out. So uh, was uh, they're was, checking her out. Say that's that's what I meant. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew that's what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Boy, I'm in trouble. Was, was Can she, you edit uh, that? Was she was she open to your uh, affection at that well, time? I had kind of a, kind of an end. She was uh, a great. She's a year younger than me, a little over a year, nearly two years. So we didn't really at that age we didn't right. really hang out. But at the time, Rick was dating her cousin. Who I went to school with and was a friend of mine, and that's pretty much was the connection down at Ville. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so uh, <laughs> was it love at first sight for her too? Oh, now you have to ask her that. I'm not sure about that. Well, yes, I mean, I was I was very smitten with her, and it and like I said, we just I guess we did something right. We've been together a long time. I mean, I can we remember. still are today. Not not exaggerating, Bubba. I they were so she young. She has a lot of patience. We'll have to admit that. They became oh, she more, don't pay no, no attention to me. No, yeah. she. They, I think she was designed by God for right, Greg. Right, it was a special. I mean, situation. because she yeah. just roll around. She has around. the countenance, and she'll just look at me and say, "Do you know what it's like to live with him?" I said, "Yeah, I do." I didn't know what it's <laughs> yeah, like. y'all, y'all can talk about that. But, but I remember they started dating literally when I would have to drop Greg off yeah. to go see her mm-hmm. at, her, at her, her at her family's house, and because I could drive and Greg couldn't. That's how yeah. long they they've been together. Mm-hmm. So, what was your first job? My first job was Food World. Sacking groceries. Now, I would work in the summers. I'm, I'm going to say official job was Food World. During the summer, uh, my good buddy Gerald Cates, his granddaddy, cut everybody's hay in the area. Mm-hmm. So we would haul hay and do all That's why we made money. Is there a worse job than that? Man, I, you know, I can't, I can't but we were so much. young at the time. Like Golf course clothes. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even think anything about it. We, we, right. we had a ball cutting and bailing and all that, and those were some of the best memories I've, I've ever. And uh, Lee Reeves, that was Gerald's granddaddy, he, he taught me a million things, you know, about – out of work and on the farm because we didn't grow up with that, you know. No, we we dad he dad would say y'all get out of the way because y'all keep messing the yard and everything. Right. Right, let me have it. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, those were great. But my first official job was at Food World. I was I was my second semester of my senior year. Once football season was over and I got a part time job, and then I moved up to meat department as a meat clerk. Mm. And then big. from there, uh, then I made an attempt at college, which was a joke because I. I just went because everybody went. Right, right. And well, I, yeah. I didn't have a yeah. major, and we had fun. We lived, we lived in a trailer up there at the school and had a great time. But that's the problem. You actually have to go to class. Right. I left that part out. How long did you last? Two semesters. What? I got one credit. It was a lab, <laughs> Doctor Summerall, biology lab. And I, so Dad wasn't happy about it. Mom was. Re- they didn't care if I went to college. They were just right. like, "Why did you? Yeah, you're wasting you know. your time and right. our, our money. I got but, it. But Dad did I, let me know. That, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, Dad let me know that my part-time food world job was a student's job. So when I was no longer a student, I might want to decide to get a, a another job. job. Now, isn't it true, Greg? Because you know, you remember family history. 
and we've talked about this, but I want to be, you can clarify, even for me, because I, I left the room. I, I was there when Dad found out that Greg had not been going to class. Oh, that was bad. It was, a, it was not a good day. Well, not, I waited to the last minute yeah. to reveal it. Yeah, it, I remember. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, why, why reveal ahead of why time? Why run the day? Yeah. And, and your parents are both educators. So yeah. You're probably not going to yeah. go yeah. over, over And good. again, their biggest beef was if you didn't want to go, just don't have yeah. us, you know, taking out loans. Did you have loans. a plan? Or uh, was it just no plan. denial? No. I was going to be a rock star. Don't forget, I was in a rock well, and roll. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get that in a minute because there's one thing about you I think people don't know, and, and it kind of leads to what we're doing now, but I'll get into that in just a minute. But if I recall, did Dad not say, Either get a job or we're going down to the various yeah. military options and you're going in the military. I even took the, the what's the ASVAB test that you take? Look out now. This what, is what, a family what, podcast. What, what? Maybe huh? I said it wrong. Yeah, but And was going to go. In fact, um, <laughs> a friend of mine, we're going together and I left him hanging. He signed up and you didn't. What happened? He set it off to basic training. Yeah. He signed Greg. I my Greg's starting to work with the power cup. That's what happened. So I was 19 years old and a friend of the family, Buford Chase. And known him my whole life, oh, you yeah. know. And uh, he he was a pretty he was pretty high up at the power company. He'd been there forever, and uh, he got word of my situation. He said, "Well, let me let me let me see if I can help you out." And this is back in the days when you could do that. Nowadays, it's a whole other process. Oh yeah, yeah. You, so he got me an interview, and he got me an interview. And I mm-hmm. went in, and the guy told me, he said, "Look, all I got is we call it a building attendant, but it's a janitor." Mm-hmm. He said, "It's only twenty hours a week." And so up here at the office, he said, but you're 19. They're not going to leave you here. You you will eventually move on to something else. All right. So I took that job, and Dad seemed to say, I know that the time is not a great, but you got at least a future. Now, did, were you still a meat cutter, too, or just? No, I, I left the meat cutting, right. got in the door at the power company, did the janitor job for about a year, mm-hmm. and then moved into what you call a helper position, which is a union job, the ent- entry level. And I went from $4.00. Fifty cents an hour to seven dollars and eleven cents an hour, and that was that was serious scratch back then. Right, yep. And I was the helper, and then and this is what I love about Alabama Power. I went there basically. I never thought about what I wanted to do, but I go in there and I do like that type of work. I found out, and plus, I didn't know anything. I I mean, I've been sacking groceries and cleaning bathrooms, and they taught me a skill, right, and paid me while they taught it. Yeah, and you just progress and you learn and you get seniority and you get training and you go from like. Help her in the warehouse, and then they move you to the garage. You learn about the equipment. Then they put you in the tree crew to see if you'll work, which we had a ball. Hardest work I've ever done, Yeah, tree trimmer. Yeah. And then you just and I ended up in the line crew, and I was I worked there 23 years, and I loved it. Loved now, we, we hear a lot of stories from your days at the power company. Wow. I mean, we've, we've met one of them who was a legend, uh, the great Creeper Jackson. Oh, yeah, he was here. He was my mentor. Absolutely. Creeper Jackson taught me. Him and Tim Sprayberry taught me everything that I knew. Well, let's go that's, back. That's quite a two there. Yeah. Well, I, quite a pair. I was going to tell you that because a lot and I of, loved it. I did. And we'll get to how you ended up on the show and everything, but a lot of what people love about you on the show and a lot of the type of humor you do came from that experience of working blue collar in rural Absolutely. Uh, Alabama uh, and being around these men. Exactly. And I would do that. And you remember, y'all let me be on you alls softball team. And so I had exposure to the show. And then I would come if we were going hunting, and we showed up early. We'd all show up at the studio. Oh, we'd yeah. all yuck it up on the air a little bit. Oh, so yeah. I, you know, and I dabbled in that. And to be honest, it's kind of funny. And a buddy of mine, I was talking to him the other day. He said, "I told you from day one, you need to be with them. I don't know why you're out here with us." And I was like, "You're crazy. You've lost your mind." You know, and well, he, he takes credit for well, it. Well, I want to go back to this because one thing I think maybe misunderstood, and you did love the work, and you did great at oh, it. Listen, I made friends as there. A, as be a blue friends. collar. Yeah. It's like family. Lifetime, yeah. It was like family. But when we were young, 
Greg actually had as much desire to get in the entertainment business as I did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. We were, I mean, it's kind of funny to laugh. We were writing songs and playing music when we were 15 years old, 14 years old. You know, what we started out like a lot of bands, we weren't good at covers. So we just wrote our own songs. Yeah, then people know. couldn't tell you were playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we weren't talented enough to play covers, so we just. <laughs> but we we taught ourselves. But the thing is, there was this desire. We certainly enjoyed. We yeah. we certainly enjoyed, you know, athletics and oh yeah. And, and but honestly, I don't know that I I didn't play football because my dad was a football player and was a coach. It, I mean, he never not one time ever encouraged Greg or me to play football. Never. It was never mentioned. If we wanted to play it, that was fine. But I mainly played football, and I think you did too, Greg. I mean, we certainly liked the sport. Oh, I loved it. But I mainly played it because, and 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 at our high school, the football team was the big deal. Oh yeah. Uh, so nice. so if you if you put in the work, and it was a lot of work, but there was a payoff. I mean, Friday pep rallies were huge. The girls seemed to like it. But what I'm saying, it really was more of a slant to the entertainment business than it was yeah. a love of football. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's really true. At the time, I don't think I realized it, but you're right. You know, because that that was that was the biggest show. Every Friday night in in our county, I remember looking at people that didn't come to football games and thinking, "What what's yeah. wrong with them? Yeah, where are they going? What, what what's wrong with their life?" <laughs> well, but, back back in the days when you had four classifications for your schools, your whole county were rivals because yeah. you were all in the same classification. Yeah. When they spread it out, I understand why they did it. One but it, it took all and you're out of it. Oh, yeah. It was the wrong team. Oh, we'd have nine and one team stay at home because they lost to the ten and zero team. Yeah, and all the parents all worked together from the different schools, so the rivalries were crazy. It was just a great place to play. But we, fun. but we both wanted to be in a band, and of course, you know, when when I was growing up, I said, you know, I, I liked football, I liked you know music, and and I really always, Bubba and I both, uh, had a, a real a real love of radio, and and I always wanted to to be in radio. You didn't really have that bug, but you and I both had the desire to be in the entertainment business. Oh yeah, and really put together bands and and. And played for quite a while until, unfortunately, we had a you know a tragedy in our lives, and that's that one of our best friends and and one of your very closest friends and one of yeah. my close friends too. Y'all were the same age. Yeah, uh, died at a very young age. Yeah, and he was a, the major force in the band, and we started together since we were kids, learned how to play together. And when he was no longer there, then I really didn't have a desire to to be a part of it. Yeah, he actually Chuck Mason. I mean, got cancer. At what twenty two? Yeah, twenty two years yeah, old. Twenty one, twenty two. And uh, and unfortunately, it was the kind of cancer that uh, just uh, it was. They were not able in those days to defeat it, and it eventually took his life. But you look back at, at God's sovereignty on that, and and I don't want to get overly serious, but I remember you and I talking about it. And you and I certainly weren't living lives of devoted disciples of no. Jesus at the time. But we've always believed since we were kids. Bubba, Greg, and I got down to the point. You can talk about this, Greg where we had an opportunity that was had been presented to us, not mm-hmm. because we were a great band, but because, kind of like what you and I do, Bubba, we knew how to put on a show. And, and we worked hard. Yeah, and we worked hard, and we could play good enough. And we had some songs that had some little hooks that, that worked out, some of those that are on the Fat Chance CD now, when we started doing it together as a show. And they took us to New Orleans, and, and they were recording us at River City Studios. And, and Greg had just started this climb that he just talked about in The Power Company, I just started dabbling in radio and we and had jobs in radio yeah. and you and I were trying to make a decision do we quit what we're doing and and go after the dream and in yeah. those days sadly it was the the old school you play the bar circuits oh, yeah. you play the stuff yeah. and hope you can be discovered yeah. You know, nowadays we would have just done a demo at some studio oh, on our own. We released it ourselves. And we'd have released it on iTunes yeah. and YouTube. Put it on YouTube. But, whole other world. But in those days, you, you, it was a harder road, and it's possible. And, and I, I'm not trying to over-dramatize it, 
but it is possible that our our friend's early death may have saved our lives. Yeah, who knows what road we would have went down? Yeah, because we were heathens, but that business itself. Yeah, well, we tough. weren't we weren't living. Well, Rick, the place that we were signing to go work out of was New Orleans, which is known right. for its yeah. Well, great that that road had a lot more potholes in it. Yeah, because you had you had actually even prayed said, yeah. hey, if if this is what we we're supposed to do. And and then when we found out our friend was sick, it, it changed the whole dot. We called it off. Mm-hmm. And so who knows? But but it was uh, and and then we did keep playing and and of course kept dabbling in it. And you kind of left, and I kept on uh, doing the bands for a while. And and then that led to you know everybody's favorite garage band, uh, <laughs> Mr. Lucky, because we were approached about having a band. And then we brought you back. Y'all made that CD, and y'all were both involved. And uh, I hadn't at that time. I think I hadn't played in nine years. It seems like. And you were like, hey, look, got this little tour set up with the CD. You remember we played the theaters? Because mm-hmm. I was like, Rick, I'm a fan. He goes, it's not like what we used to play. <laughs> right. He said, we're playing we all, theaters. We all actually <laughs> can play this and, and have fun with it. Yeah, he goes, you're going to get paid a little bit. He goes, we don't have to set anything up. Because we used to have to be our own road crew, too. No, we had roadies. We had. I said, well, let me. And Ryan Greenwood, God love him, would drive to my house and work and teach me the songs that we were going to play. And then I jumped back in, and we ended up doing the Fat Fest things that were incredible. That was my dream. I mean, we stood there on the side of that stage, yeah. and they hit them house lights, and you hear the crowd come up, and we're at Oak Mountain Amphitheater. It was awesome. Yeah, if you if you don't know that much about the history of the show, Fat Chance, we did it from 99 to 2003, five years. It was an outdoor amphitheater that fans from all over came. And, of course, because of the radio show, we would have these very talented people and oh, other, great ba- lineup. other bands and comedians. And then, of course, we would close the show with our own garage band. Yeah. But we did pyro and put on the big show, had lifts. We, it, we it just was, had a blast with it. it. Yeah, it, it, for me, it was fun to be on that stage on the other side where you had yes. seen so many great shows exactly. and to be up there and so many people turning out. It was a lot of fun. I hope everybody enjoyed it. But, Greg, I want to focus on you again. Let's We'll hold off getting to the show, but – at what point I know you've you've developed a lot of things that you're very passionate about. Oh, and, now look, don't, and, don't get me in trouble. One of them is puppet to human human interaction. Yeah, what what? Ha- where, when where, did that come along? I, I when blame did Alf. You, you, so the show Alf yeah. turned you and off the Muppet Show when they would have guests, even though it wasn't as bad. But why? Why? But you were very mad and passionate about. It. Why did it make? You I just mad? I think I think it's stupid. I mean, <laughs> and worse than that's Roger Rabbit. Yeah, human to cartoon interaction. Yeah, well, that's that's worse. I I can handle human to puppet before I can human to cartoon. You never really cared for sequels. Not well, they don't live up to the hype at all. Any sequel that you say that may have been the as good. Rocky series, I'll give it a pass. You will give two and three. You know, I'm gonna say this. I think because the way they it was such a continuous story with the same characters. Like, let's go to the one that's my prime example: Beverly Hills Cop Two or. Um, what's the one I love? It's not with a lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those sequel completely different story. Completely. I mean, just uh, you know what they were? We're cashing in. I'll give Rocky this. It was. It still held you. It up to when they lost all their money. The five. That that one. Tommy, and then, the, and then these after in, that, I have. Right. Did you do? I'll go to four. You I'll, will go to four. Although you don't think Russian, it was a little bit corny. It was corny, but it's. I a thought time, two and three was excellent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, two, one, was, two was getting there. Three was trying to stay there. Exactly. But here's the thing. I saw one, and I remember thinking, they don't get no better than this. That's the best movie I've ever seen. And then two came out because mm-hmm. we wanted to know what happened. Yeah, See, yeah. that's the thing. If it's a show where you want to know what happened to the characters, 
and you can pull that off, I can live with it. But these others, when you go, hey, this one made a lot of money. Let's just make another one. We're going to bring some zany guy in. we got a different, you know. No hope for Smokey and the Bandit. No. Don't even bone no. Please, Absolutely. come on. You end at one. If you even <laughs> acknowledge the other, God forbid, three. Well, he, Burt Reynolds wasn't even in it. <laughs> he wasn't in two, was he? I don't think he was either. And then they had Jackie Gleason like he was triplets. Or, or yeah. What yeah, was yeah. that? Yeah. yeah now, were. one, yeah. oh, buddy. Yeah, I can watch it. I'll, every time it's on, I'll watch it. That's nothing but us at Chihaw Cinema, and our dad could laugh better oh, than anybody. Oh, yeah. We were at Chihaw Cinema watching Smoking the Bandit, and dad was losing it. Yeah. I remember. That's a memory of mine. So, so you, I, you may have been about to go there, Bubba. So the next thing is, of course, medleys with bands. Because it's I'll, not so much the medley, it's the face that comes with it. I know. Well, see, Greg, who says that? Well, and now, now that some people are watching this, show them what you're talking about. When they're, they're playing and you go, okay, they're playing that one. And then when they do the change yeah. and they give you a look like, recognize this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Hey, you like that one? What about this one? <laughs> so you don't care about the fact you're not getting the full song. No, that bothers me too. But but it's more the – it bothers me and then you do that and it pushes me past the line. And one of the other ones that you really have a passion for, and this one has cost you a little bit. No, don't, don't, I may not comment and that, on that. And that this. is military. No, bands. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm through commenting on that. You don't. You won't comment on that anymore. Y'all don't understand the email I get. Well, Greg, because I mean, people say I'm being, I'm not being patriotic. Well, I they, think I'm actually being patriotic. Well, what I were think they you mad about? So, tell everybody. You don't have to make everybody. And, mad. and a lot of people are new to this. They haven't been around the show. But it's for a repeat for the people years. that's been. Yeah, but. But why? Why I just are think people it's a waste mad? Of training. what was your position on that? My position was that we're going to train you to be a soldier, a killer. Well, maybe just I'll stop at soldier. I think killer is f- is fair. But you do all that training, and because I promise you, you're not playing a tuba during basic training, right? But then we hand you a tuba, and I mean all that training going. So you, for you what? mean crawl through mud? Yeah. Learn to take a M16 apart, fire it. You're ready to blindfolded, go. Blindfolded. You know what we did? Ready we, to charge the beaches against fire, and somebody hands you a flute. Exactly. We we broke you down. Right. We right. built you back up. Now go play the flugelhorn. You know what I mean? My point is we contract we contract soldiers out, Blackwater. Right. Right. No, you don't contract the soldiers. Contract the band. That does right? make sense. I'm sorry it does. I don't agree with Greg, but it makes sense. No, I, this is all Greg's. Right. And I don't so dislike don't people. Me. I'm just probing the case. Right. You know. Well, like we're, I said, it, it, I'm just saying if I if I was out there and I'm in, the, well, I'm gonna stop. And and Greg, you have a unique ability to say what's on your heart. We have. Yep. Coined the phrase "rude Tourette's" yep. here. It's yep. it's one of the medical terms that we've been at the forefront yes. of here, and there's been several. Uh, but you definitely are a rude Tourette's person. I, I never, and the ones around you suffer the most. Yeah. I, this one thing about being on the show, I didn't realize it till you can listen or watch yourself back, and I want <laughs> man, they may be on to something there because I never know. I never knew that. Yeah. You, that, and rude Tourette's is you, you say, just say what's in your mind comes out of your mouth before you had a chance to go, hey, don't say that. And or you're no you're, filter. You're saying yeah. the recordings of the show, especially the videos, yeah, they were eye opening. Yeah. So you, you know. look back and you went, wow. Yeah. Somebody walks in, hey man, look at these new jeans. I'm thinking, yeah, look how big your butt looks in it. Something, you know. And you <laughs> and go, just, well, come, just keep that in. You it know. just comes right out, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah, that shirt looks pretty feminine on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you say it like you don't even think. It just comes right out. Yeah, and then then I try to recover and go, oh, man, I'm, I mean, it looks kind of good. You know, right. you try to I, – I, I didn't. Y'all pointed it out one day. I forget what we were, what was happening, but <laughs> the Helms thing, but then there was something else. Yeah, so yeah. W- let's talk a little bit about you joining the show. Yeah, wow, what a, what a – we, we, we had an opening. Don Juan had left. 
we were interviewing folks. Uh, Adler was one of the finalists. Uh, I didn't know we that. Were, and, and initially, oh God, initially we had said, what about Greg? Because we, you know, we'd hung out and done things and we knew how funny he was. And I think you approached him and you came in and said, oh, he ain't interested. We're going to have to, you know, I, I didn't, do an all call. I just didn't think because, first of all, you know, Don Juan DeMarco Williams, uh, who we're still friends with, and, and for all of you that want to get Rick and Bubba history right, Don Juan came to me. He was very uncomfortable about it because, you know, we love him, and I think he enjoyed being here. And he'd gotten where he was the only single guy here. We all had families. We all had kids. And I think he just wanted to set, try something else in his life once, once he got in his 30s. And he left on his own. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, we he, hated to see him leave. He could still be here yeah. today if, if he so desired. I'd love to have him and Greg and Adler. But uh, he left. And I honestly thought that Greg's life was just too solidified. You know, I thought there's no way that Greg could even make this move, even if he desired to. So we started talking about it. Yeah, and we were – I'll be honest with you. I think you weren't as serious when you brought it up, and I wasn't either. We were almost laughing about it. I was driving down the road, and he said, hey, how about this Don Juan's leaving? And we're like, yeah. He goes, well, won't you come work for us? And we were laughing about it. I said, yeah, that'd be <laughs> funny. And we didn't think – and then I, something weird, it just kept – and again, I don't want to get too serious, but a lot of it goes back to because we all kidding aside, we talked about Rick and I when we were kids, how we fought every day. But once we got older, we were buds. We went, we had band together. We, were, I mean, we we're around each other every day. This was a gap that we hadn't been around each other on a daily basis in oh my gosh, I don't know how many years, many years, you know. Yeah. And we just went through a tough time. We just lost Bronner and and all that. So you know, and, and I just. I laughed it off, but it kept coming back, and Lisa and I got together and prayed about it, kind of like we did about the band thing. No, yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. This is a huge, huge – I said, don't even make sense. No way. I, and then I, But it just kept lingering, and I reached back in, and I thought, well, he's going to tell me. Man, I, we're, we, I, I was just – you know, that you weren't serious. And you may not have been. And I, it kept coming up, and I just remember – I don't remember what point it was, but I kept getting a feeling because I love the power company, and they're like family to me. And I thought, but, you know, life's short. You might as well, and, and the entertainment business thing that we'd always wanted to do, get to be around, you know, me and Rick get to hang out like we did, you know, it's growing up, which we hadn't done in years. You know, I, the timing just hit, and I thought, why not? And I remember taking that lunge and going, I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it because really the way we were operating, to your point, Bubba, was it was yours if you wanted it, but I really didn't think that was a reality, so let's look at other options. And then when you came back, shockingly, and said, you know what? I think I want to do it. And I I have, I, I'm, I just couldn't. Of course, that's what I – I love all the guys we were considering, and I'm glad Adler's with us now. But but for you and I to be able to do, as you just said, to work in the entertainment business together, you realize we thought that was a some rock band, and God's like, come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't end well. What, what I have planned is much better than that. Yeah. You actually can do something to impact the kingdom. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we were impacted We, we were not kingdom impactors no. uh, in the old Silent Rain <laughs> days and all that. Uh, we were playing for the other side. Well, we afraid. had cool hair. Yeah, yeah, we were advancing. A lot of the people called out to the Lord, though. I yes, think. they so did. It yes. was we, a we different were, thing. We, we were operating for the other team, and yeah. I don't mean—I mean spiritually. Yeah. So anyway, it—it it, it, it was almost like you know God's wonderful timing, but I didn't think because, and I also felt bad because you know you were in a hard working situation, but you there was a certain amount of 
safety, lack of safety is not the word I'm looking for, but security. That's yeah. a better word. Yeah. Because what you did was not safe, but secure. You're there with the company. Yeah, you know I've what been you're doing. Twenty three years. Nobody. I don't know anybody that quits there. To make a no. career change at your age when you did uh, was unexpected. But wow, has it been the right thing? It has. In this, and I'll, I'm go back to when I made that decision. The support I got from the people at my old job was uh, maybe a bad thing. They wanted me to leave. I'm, I make a joke because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't retire. You'll know, have retirement parties. I didn't retire. I wasn't old enough to retire. Right. And but they threw me a party. I said, "So are y'all throwing a party because I'm quitting?" Is that it? <laughs> but no. But it was a great. quitters party. But it was. I mean, they did. They did it. Up. They were so supportive and were excited for me and all this stuff. And uh, and what I like when I came here, remember, I was rarely on the air, which is good because I mean. That showed dynamics a little different. Remember, I was in the back shipping uh, merchandise. We used to do it out of here most of the time. Yep. And y'all would, you know, if it was a subject, you'd, hey, come up here and hit on this. And all. Well, I think everybody kind of migrates to the mic. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's happened with all of us, me included. Yeah. Well, and when it was, because I thought, even with Bubba, even Speedy, though. Speedy, Hams, everybody. It really has Adler. It's funny, Bubba, you actually are on to something. The plan in the beginning was, you know, I want to bring people in because doing it by yourself is just a drag and it's not as good. You know, so, but I didn't know since everybody here has come from, hey, man, you want to try this? <laughs> yeah. And then Bubba and I, just like with everybody else, hey, this is working. This is actually, he can, this is actually more than just popping here every now and then. And so everybody who's come here, Speedy, let's go out on location with Speedy and yeah. he can do his part. Everybody. And when you came here, I thought, well, Greg is funny on the times we bring him on, but just like all of us, can he be an everyday guy? And so it was kind of like he's a hard worker. The standard's worker. pretty low. It's two days a week. Right, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> I brought you here because you, you could be funny in moments, and everybody just liked you as a character, uh, and, and sadly none of it's acting. And, and, wow. and but, but there were things we needed done here for the company, and you were going to learn it and do that. I didn't have any, any concern about that. But the, the everyday stuff, I think that's the only thing about this show people misunderstand. There's a new show every day. Yeah. And, uh, and the work ethic part – you got, but, and, but, but, and you but, told me you said, "Look, we'll train you like the editing and the production stuff." I didn't. Know. I had no idea. Just like when I went to Power Cup, I know what I was doing. And then, and then you know, Speedy and other people trained me to learn to do that. And now that's why I have. You know, people think when we're off the air, that's it. But we all have other things we do. Right. And my main <laughs> job is to make sure that commercials are cut and ran, and people get what they pay for. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I remember. I, I remember. I think we were down to two. Adler being one of them. And uh, Rick came in. Usually, I would be in my office first, most just at that yeah. time, especially. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rick came in and said, "Greg's in. Greg wants it." I said, "Really?" You were like, "What?" Were you shocked? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been shocked if he had done it at the beginning. But we, I mean, we'd interviewed quite a few people and been through a process. And I'm like, "So we got to tell these guys that Greg wants it now." See, I and we got to short circuit this a little bit. And I said, "What?" Well, but that was Greg was our first pick, so we got to do what's right. And I think you even said, "Well, my mom said we got to hire it." Right. So, yeah. Let me uh, throw that in right quick. I think a lot of that. You mean to me, she did not like me being a lineman. She yeah. like she, she used to say that when I storms, I just sit up at night thinking oh, about you out there. And I think it, she saw this as, "Hey, I'm gonna just get him down there to the studio." What, what, I, I really said, do well, believe Mama that. Mama said it's good. We got to finish yeah, this. My, my, yeah. Mama said, "Look, let's, if y'all can get him in a better situation." And when we say better, you were making good money oh, and you were very living. successful. And and it's been more of a parallel move for you financially. But but. You know, what was that conversation? Because you certainly weren't doing it because, oh, good news, I'm going to make a lot more money. No, no. Because, uh, you know, you, you were doing pretty well with a good company. 
Tell me about the conversation with Lisa. Was it was it really along the quality of life it was, discussion? I'll be honest with you. And there was going to be some negatives because of the driving oh, and yeah. time yeah. and all that stuff. But at the time, I was what they then they called them troublemen. They're local linemen now, and that's the guy that they call you when somebody's lights are out. And you go for, to figure out why right. they're out. Right. If you can fix it, you fix it. If you don't, you call the crew. Hey, I got a bad transformer. Call in backup. Yeah. So, but you get a lot of calls. You work a lot of hours. And back mm-hmm. then, it was me and one other guy covering all of Cleveland County. So if you weren't first call, you were second call. Mm-hmm. Now, I liked it because I was making a lot of overtime. But I can remember it was right up before this one week. It you was had one a pretty them, good drive then, too. Huh? Yeah. From Jackson, unless Atlanta. you were Oxford, I guess. Yeah. So I would go. One, it was one of those weeks. It comes in phases where it just piles up. A lot yeah. of bad weather. And it, it, it seemed like every time I got home, I'd lay down. They'd call me back. Got home, lay down. And I remember sitting in the bed. And I was just wore out. And I, I, I remember saying, dang. Of course, I can always bid to a different job. That was a great thing about that company. I didn't right. have to stay doing that, right. but I disliked it because I was making you know a lot of overtime. Anyway, but and I remember being wore out. And Lisa, when this came up, she was actually supportive of it from day one. She goes, "You're so wore out, and you're so." I see you sit there, you know, and just drop your head. And every time the phone rings, and this, she said, "This, this is a god thing. It came out of nowhere, you know." And and she really was the one of the main reasons made me seriously look at it because mm-hmm. I come home and said, "You ain't gonna believe it." I was talking to Rick, you know. She's like, but she really, she honestly, she's and we prayed about it. She goes, this, this feels like something, a God thing that you, you know, this opportunity came from nowhere. It well, really I, did, unexpected. Well, I think it's been good for all of us, Bubba and so I. She was hugely supportive. Doing the long, and again, this is not a dig at the team that we had. I love the teams we've had the whole time. But you know, when you've been doing something a long time, you start kind of looking forward. Hey, this thing needs a new, a new energy. A, need, need to start looking at some more material. And, and I think it helped the show, and I've had a number of people say that. I, I think Greg's God's timing of Greg coming on the show was also a good time for the show. But what was it like, and, and, and I know we're getting toward the end here, but when you got here, when you're picturing in your mind what it was like to come on every now and then, to call in, stop by on the way for a hunting trip, one time driving a truck up here, which we won't, we won't yeah. revisit. Yeah, we're going to get in trouble uh, over that. How yeah. about the man? You'll love this. The, the big wig, and this guy was number two in the company. Yeah. I'm not going to call my name, but they got mad that day. About the truck, mm-hmm. I, we finally met and got to laughing about it. And when I left to come here, he actually came to my party. He did. He showed up and was like, "To and, be and sure when, you, were, but to be sure, maybe he was being sure I was leaving." Yeah. But yeah, when he not re- let you back out, and then when he retired, <laughs> they invited me down to come speak at his retirement down here at the big office. So, so, so you're up. all good with the company, even though we brought the truck up here and pulled you up in a bucket right to our mm-hmm. window one time. But that was all. Hey, I, I'm ready to go. It's kind of like what Bubba was talking about when he went. From coming in every now and then to hey, it's the Rick and Bubba show. What was it? Was it different than you thought it would be? Well, you have to kind of find the rhythm of it. Well, yeah, it is because when I would come by, and we like say we were going hunting, we'd come and get on the air. Oh man, I yeah. can't imagine. But when it's five days a week, and I'm not acting like that. Well, we're wearing the salt mine. I'm talking about creatively, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> five days a week, you got to come up with something that you hope people listen to. That's that's. But what I love though, but in just like at the power company, I knew it would be. Not just Rick, all of us. It's like you're at high school with your buddies, oh, yeah. and you get to hang out every day, yeah. and that is awesome. I mean, we like we it, were laughing today. It does have that sports team feel to it. I mean, we hack on each other, and you know, we had we were going today. Somebody Speedy was in the barrel today. <laughs> he spends a lot of days. He here. does, but we have, but that's fun. We, I mean, that, and I had that where I worked before, but it, it picked up here. You know, and at times it may be more brutal. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say, Bubba. I think that may be one source of of maybe the wrong kind of pride. 
But for us to be able to live up to the power company as being just a, a place to get hacked on, maybe at a higher level. And those guys were ruthless. Oh, Especially when you were learning your trade and yeah. you were the low yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, so the first crew and I was th- in. And you think here's worse? It can be. It could be more creatively. I, I, think, I think it's worse. I think because there, you you know that's going to happen. Right. Here, you'll get ripped by somebody. Go, what, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, I knew when I was apprentice in Ashland, and everybody in the crew was like fifty and up. All them old rough guys, and I was like twenty three. Yeah. I knew that I was on the bottom and I was going to get it. Here, you get to thinking you might be something, and somebody come in and just knock your legs right out from under you. Well, you know? there, you know, five or six guys may see it. Here, you know, a million yeah. people That's know about true. It. That's a good and point. And then they'll post it on social media and oh, more and more and more know about it. Has that part been strange? Because I know, really, honestly, uh, you're more of a private guy. I don't like, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm rephrase that. I'm going to say I don't like it. That I'm more uncomfortable with that because you're right, I am a private person. And I know that's crazy because this show. But you have the wall. I do. I mean, I, I'm just because I had somebody one time when My I first started. Fell down a long time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, but, see, I've been PT Barnum since a kid, so <laughs> this is all I've ever done anyway. That is the part that takes me most. Of it. Now, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying I'm just a lot of us. I'm like, well, nobody cares, you know. Nobody wants to. And I just, I don't know. That part makes me uncomfortable a little bit. But that's rare because, and I'm not a social media guy. I just, you know, I'm nothing against the people that love it and use it correctly. Good for you. I'm just, I just, I'm just not interested in it. You know. Right. Well, and one of the things I hear people say this all the time. I think that everybody on the show has has their role. Uh, it all works as a as a team in unison, and which is kind of awesome. But I've had a lot of people say Greg is is like that's my guy. That he he says the things that I'm thinking. Which what does that say about these people? <laughs> uh, but uh, but they're saying you know it's all. I think there is the fact that you're not like. This is this is something that you almost seem like you reluctantly have been pulled into. I'm talking about more of the spotlight, the platform. I think that's what endeared you to a lot of people. Well, because I mean, we're all regular people, but I think they see you since you spent so much time in the blue collar world. They're all regular guys, but but Greg's really a regular guy. Because, I, but I don't because I don't see myself actually. You're a regular, regular, yeah, guy. regular, double regular. regular. Yeah. There's Bubba regular and there's Greg regular. <laughs> like I say, I don't see myself. <laughs> there's Greg regular. In in the broadcasting business, if I wasn't on the Rick and Bubba show, you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. That's, well, I think we all could probably say yeah. that. But no, I'm just saying, but, I'm talking about as far as I, I get talent wise, but besides that, I'm talking about before as a desire. My desire was never to be a radio person. I had no right. interest in it or anything. I, mean, I thought it was kind of cool, but now to be on the Rick and Bubba show is a different thing. Put it that way, the, I don't see me, hey, it's the Greg show, you know, because one, it's a big difference in sitting over and being a smart aleck and, and cracking on people's <laughs> thoughts as opposed to sitting there and having to drive the bus. I know the difference, and I know what I do well, and that ain't it. <laughs> well, Greg, it's been great to kind of get in here and, and unpack and, and talk about all of that, and uh, glad you're here on the team. But but like you were saying, is you, you would have never gone into broadcasting as your line of work. No. At one time, your favorite part of that was me getting you tickets to stuff you wanted. And you did a great job of that. <laughs> and occasional free pizza. Yeah, a free oh, pizza. Oh, listen, and I, here's what I would love. is On Christmas, he'd show up with some expensive present. He goes, don't feel bad. Them socks you bought me, you paid more for it than I did that. <laughs> you so. remember looking forward to the, the radio prize that I would bring you for oh, a Oh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, so – well, it's great to have you on the team. Well, I, I know a lot of people love it. I appreciate Greg, you've, y'all. Been a, you've been a great addition, yep. and, and it's uh, you know you're 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 one of those blocks that just make this wall a little bit better. Well, I'm just proud to be a part of it, and like I say, every day it ain't like coming to a job. Once I get past the fact it's two thirty in the morning, it's fun when we get here. It's 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 a, every day. Now that getting up, but you guys, hey hey, it's what we get paid for. <laughs> you guys to let me be a part of it is a huge honor, yeah. and it's been life changing, and. Uh, 
like I said, I can't believe I've been here 11 years, but I have. What about you? Uh, before we go, we got to we got to do this. What What is it like to be the first granddaddy? How sure? about that? Mm-hmm. I come in, I'm the first. It is incredible. Everybody told me it was, and and they weren't lying. Because I, I, my favorite part of my life to this point is when my kids were little and stuff. I love all that stuff. And now I have another one that when you're done with him, you can send him home with them, and you don't have to put up with the middle of the night stuff. And it's incredible. I Like I said, I, I bring on more. Greg, it's, it's we, awesome. We think your heart grew three sizes. It did. When baby just Ella. like the Grinch. Yeah. It, it kind of hurt me on the show. I thought, well, can I still be that that <laughs> guy or Well, spent? your soft underbelly has now been exposed. It yeah. is, and it's, it's incredible. He sees something else. I want to ask you because you're the first one in this area on the show. You you got there first. Um, people tell me that grandparenting is one of the few things in life that actually lives up to the hype. It does. In my, in my case, it has. Because like I said, you get to do all the fun things. And then send then, them home. Then you send them home, and I can't. You know, you can't wait to just when they get old enough that they know, and you can give them mm-hmm. anything they want, and make their parents deal with it. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> but it is. It li- it absolutely lives up to the hype. Well, it does. the real Greg Burgess. Give them sugar and a little quarter oh, in their hand. Yeah, get them cranked up. <laughs> We've uh, unpacked him as best you can. You know, he's a, he's a hard shell to crack. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully today you you got to spend uh, you know uninterrupted time with unpacking uh, the person. That is the real Greg Burgess. The real Greg The Burgess. real Greg Burgess. Now, is Adler going to edit this and make me like I said stuff I really didn't say to get me back? Yes. You know, a good editor can do that. Yes, so that, I'm, I'm anxious yeah. to see the final product. You yeah. you just turned your life over to Adler, and he can present you any way he wants to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Join us on the next episode of Rick and Bubba University. <laughs>